And the survey says. We appreciate you so much for watching. Hi, it's singer and songwriter Bailey Marie, and you're watching the Michael Finkley Show. Finkley sits down with B2K's Raz B. He opens up to us about everything you need to hear and you want to hear. It's a Finkley exclusive you don't want to miss. Happening April 25th. On an all-new Michael Finkley, Tyler Perry's sisters, Anthony Dalton II is with us. He talks with us about his number one hit show, Tyler Perry's Sisters, being a father, a husband, and so much more on the next Michael Finkley. Coming up. Thanks for joining us today. Y'all, we hit another milestone. We are celebrating two years of the Michael Finkley Show. Two years, can you believe it? Oh my gosh, and I just wanna say thank you. Thank you to the viewers, the subscribers, the, the haters, the encouragers, everyone. Y'all played a part, everyone played a part. Thank you so much. I can remember just like yesterday, I was, it was a really down time for me. I was going through a lot. I didn't have a job, I didn't have any money. I mean, of course, we were going through a pandemic. So I was at my lowest and I was even living at home with my parents. And I've always wanted this platform and I just started. I said, maybe if I talk with someone or talk with, you know, individuals that are doing something with themselves, that that will encourage me. And it sure did. Y'all, I launched this day two years ago, live from my parents' second bedroom um, and it was an awesome journey you all want more Finkley you all want more stories you all want to be encouraged you all want to be inspired motivated educated on different things that are happening in the world and this is why we're still here two years later so I say thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you so much continue to watch share with others Tell us what you think, give us feedback, leave comments, you know, everything. And y'all, I'm just so giddy right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You made this possible. And I'm so glad God allowed me, give me strength and continues to give me strength to do this for you. This is all for you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Two years, oh my gosh, two years. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Many blessings to you. Thank you so much because I know that you bless me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to have us celebrate, we have Tyler Perry's sisters, Anthony Dalton II with us as he talks about his phenomenal show, his, his character Calvin on the show, and also fatherhood when you're talking about To help us celebrate two years of The Michael Finkley Show, we have actor, 
from Tyler Perry's sisters. We have Anthony Dalton II with us. He talks about his character Calvin on the show and he opens up to us about fatherhood and how it has changed his life. So think fam, don't you go away. Back in a moment. Coming up, we chat with Anthony about his role in Tyler Perry's sisters. Back in a moment. Hey guys, I'm Sydney Hansen. I'm a Southern rock singer-songwriter, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. On the next Michael Finkley Show, founder and CEO of Latinas on Wall Street, Sabrina Colon is here. Finkley Friday. Hello everybody, it's Finkley from The Finkley Experience educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. So we assist students with their college and career endeavors. We train school administrators on the state of first-generation students. And also, we partner with colleges and universities to assist their first-generation population for easy transition from high school to college. So if you're looking for a presenter or a speaker that presents on these topics and so much more, visit our website at thethinklyexperience.com and learn about all that we do. We're looking forward to working with you. Everybody, welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, y'all, my next guest, I know you know who he is. Just look at him. Look at him, y'all. <laughs> actor, producer, husband, father. He is Anthony Dalton II. Anthony, thank you for being with us today. Uh, thanks for having me, brothers. I'm blessed to be here, man. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm just giddy. I'm, I'm excited to chat with you. I've been looking forward to this all day long, all the day long. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get into it, shall we? So I truly believe when we speak life, our words are listening. That's what my best friend always tells me. Hmm. I remember you, I remember watching an interview. Um, and you said that I was going to work with Tyler Perry. You had just moved to Atlanta and you uttered those words. Why yeah. did you utter those words? Oh, man. Uh, let me go down this quick story real quick. Um, I was back home in Indianapolis. I just graduated college, uh, living back home with my mom's, uh, and I was doing laundry in my room. I was substitute teaching at my old high school, trying to make some money. And um, I graduated with a degree in theater, so I knew I wanted to act. I knew I wanted to get into television and film, but I thought I was going to go to L.A. That was the plan. I'm going to L.A. because I didn't even know Atlanta would be what it is today. And I was doing laundry in my room, just not paying attention, folding clothes. And Tyler, I guess, I think Temptation was out. And he, after every movie, he used to do like a talk show at the old studio, just talk to the cast and stuff. And it was one time he was doing Temptation and he looked in the camera and he said, if you have a dream, I don't care how stupid it is, go after it. I am a living witness. I'm a living testament to that. And I'm looking like, who are you talking to? Because it felt like you were talking directly to me. And I was just like, and it was almost like a trance took over me. My mom's room was next door and I just walked in and I was like, I'm moving to Atlanta and I'm gonna work with Tyler Perry. And I just walked out and my mom was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, huh, where'd this come from? And on January 2nd, um, the thing was, I prayed for a date. I said, I'm going to do it, but when should I do it? My grandfather's birthday um, is the first of the year, New Year. 
And we always used to celebrate when the ball dropped. So I said, God told me, you're leaving right after that. So January 2nd, 2010, I packed up my 97 Oldsmobile Aurora with a busted mirror, um, $400 in my pocket, and just a wing and a prayer and a dream. And I moved down here, had my car on the back of a U-Haul. So I'm going through Tennessee mountains and stuff. So U-Haul only go like 65. You got a car on the back. So I'm going like 45 the whole way. And I landed here and, you know, the rest is, as they say, history. And you've proven that, sir, history. So when we see that speaking life and speaking more abundantly, works, your picture should be beside a dictionary in that right, because you have proven, you have definitely that story, and it's so inspirational. What was that first interaction like, and how long did it actually take you to get to that point of, I'm here in Atlanta, to now I'm working with my dream idol now? (laughs) Well, you know what? You know, I always thought it was going to take some time, but I was prepared. I was like, if it's going to take some years you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make it. Um, I always use Morgan Freeman as an example, you know, Morgan Freeman didn't really become Morgan Freeman until he was like 40 something. And I was like, you know what, you love this craft so much. You can, you can stick it out. Um, but honestly, when I moved here, God had everything fall in line for me. Uh, I moved in with a friend of mine. Well, it was my ex-girlfriend's best friend stayed with him and next door was a um a woman and her girlfriend and I was coming out to go to the gym downstairs to work out and she was like hey do you you look like you work out I was like yeah I do a little something she was like uh, have you ever thought about being a personal trainer and I was like uh, no not really but I, had, I didn't have a job so she was like I'm I'm a head of uh, personal training down the street at Bally's Total Fitness. And, you know, you can come in and blah, blah, blah. And I, that's my, was my first job here in Atlanta. And I worked and I met some people. And that's where I met uh, my brother, my mentor. He's the one who actually discovered me, Mark Swinton. He's the producer at Tyler Perry Studios. And he, I was working out on a Sunday and no one was in the gym. It was just him. And I just kept feeling these eyes on me. And I was like, who is it? And I'm like, dude, what? Like, you, you want something? Like, what do you need? And he came up to me, finally came up to me. He said, I'm sorry, brother. I don't mean to interrupt your workout, but do you act? And I was like, actually, I do. And he was like, well, I work for Tyler Perry Studios and we're doing this um, production. I'd like for you to audition. You have a great look. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you hear stories about people, shysters and stuff. So I went out to my car and I Googled him in my, my phone. And he came on the up and up. And um, that's how I got the play. First time I worked, I didn't technically work with Tyler, but I did a play of his called Laugh to Keep From Crying. And I got the job. I didn't originally get cast. I actually <laughs> took the job from someone else. But um, got the job uh, on a Saturday. Tuesday, we were filming in front of a live audience um, at Cobb Energy for two shows recorded for DVD. So that's the first time Tyler got to actually see me. And then, you know, I got got a small part. They ended up getting cut out in one of Tyler's movies, uh, Single Moms Club. And then I got the show The Pains, 
Um, originally, I was only supposed to be in six episodes, and Tyler made me a series regular on that. And one thing I can say about Tyler is when Sisters came about, he, he told me about a role. He was like, you know, my, um, my deal with um, Own is about to expire, but I would love to keep working with you. And I have this other project. Uh, would you be interested? I'm like, yeah. He was like, well, basically, if the show comes back, you're good. If it doesn't, you're good. But he still made me read Four Sisters. He still made me go to the callback because there were so many talented actors and actresses there. Like, and they were reading for multiple shows. Like they were reading for, they were casting the Oval and they were casting Sisters, but everybody was reading for something like three things on the Oval and three things on Sisters. And I only was reading for Calvin on Sisters. And I'm like, they got more opportunities than I do. So it was like, and when I tell you some like phenomenal actors that you see on TV all the time, I was like, yo, if I don't bring it, I mean, one of these guys could get the role. Like Tyler owes nothing to me. So, but it worked out and I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of Sisters. Sir, we love you being a part of Sisters. Oh, we man. Love, <laughs> love seeing you in this show as Calvin. Is Calvin and, and Anthony, are they the same person? How are they alike? How are they different? Um, well, we'll start off with how they're alike. They both lead with love. Um, love is at the, the God and love are at the, and I think they're one in the same. Um, they are at the forefront. Um, I, I don't know what sign Calvin is, but I'm pretty sure he's a cancer just like me. I'm, I, I'm very, I don't want to say sensitive because we use that in a word, um, in a term that's very, you know, either soft or whatever, but I feel like he has a lot of compassion. And so do I. Um, how we're different. Wardrobe first. Uh, yo, I don't know. But some of the stuff like this season, we just wrapped season five. I'm like, yo, I can, I can freak this. I can wear this. Um, definitely not the underwear that he was wearing. Um, uh, I'm definitely not into what he likes sexually. That's his thing. No diss to anybody who does. But that is not um, what I'm into. Um, and I'm not really like a fighter like that, like Calvin is. Calvin is very, you know, he's, and rightfully so, because he's been getting tried pretty much his whole life since he was a sure. kid. Uh -huh. And so he's got a, he's got a tough exterior, but he still leads with sensitivity, especially when it comes to a woman that he actually cares and respects and loves. Um, me, I ignore a lot of stuff, negativity. So it's Anthony kind of like, what? Eh, I don't know you. I don't, you know. Even when people were like uh, trying to say my character and Anthony are the same, like people would yell out some stuff thinking I'm Calvin. I'm like, definitely not Calvin. Don't let my character get me out of character. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a blast playing Calvin. I, I love, I love finding the new, the nuances in Calvin, especially in his him and uh, Sabrina's relationship. Definitely, definitely. We love that. We love the story. We definitely love the story there. Do you though? Because there's a lot of people who's just like, "Yo, are y'all gonna be together or not?" Because that's that's what keeps it going, though. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Let's talk about this iconic fall. 
That song went viral very quickly. Man. Let's discuss it, Anthony. Let's let's get into it. Um, so shout out to the people that were in the scene with me. Novi Brown, Sky Black, and uh, Brian Jordan Jr. When we did it once, it's so funny how Tyler works because in the scene, I'm like prepared. Like, I know my intent. Like, this, this woman has so, like, you know, given my uh, money away to, so I could help my father. Mm -hmm. So everything is like, it may come off very, very, um, uh, how can you say, uh, aggressive. Right. You know, when I'm trying to, I try to grab her arm, Sky jumps in, Jacoby jumps in, and we face off. We already got a little tension from the scene before at the apartment. And so we're, you know, I'm like, yo, I'm thinking we're, we work with the stunt coordinator, Mm -hmm. Yo, I'm going to hit him. He's going to hit me. We're going to tussle, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to get one off because I'm not a little dude. He's taller than me, but I'm like, we're going to get it in. Mm -hmm. So we do the scene, and Tyler's like, yo, when he hits you, how many times can you spin? And I'm like, what? And he was like, how many times can you spin? And I need you to exaggerate the fall, like really exaggerate the fall. <laughs> and so I'm like, Okay, you're the boss, but like, why? He was like, just trust me. So, <laughs> the thing that popped into my head, there was a scene on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air mm -hmm. where he got into a, he was dating Nia Long and he got into an altercation at the bowling alley and this big yes, dude, and he punched him and he was just like, kind of, you know, <laughs> just this. And so I was like, all right, he's the man. So, Sky throws the punch. And I just, you know, I'm, all, I'm a goofball anyway. So I just resorted back to being a kid again, like trying to make my mom laugh. And I, when I did it, I spun. And technically, the reason my, my face is like away from the camera is because I'm trying not to laugh because I can hear Tyler laughing. I can hear the, the crew laughing. I don't know, like Novi and Brian and Sky are such professionals i don't know how they didn't laugh they just stayed in it but i'm in there like oh my god i gotta see this on a playback but i had no idea um that it was gonna blow up like that i i you know i try to take the you know all comments and turn them into positive exactly because exactly. the people that don't watch the show were just like or don't know the characters they were like oh this is over the top tyler needs to be stopped this is buffoonery but if you watch the show that is what calvin would do mm -hmm. like you know going back to the run in the hospital it's and i get it if you don't watch the show and you see that you're like whoa that's like overacting like you're doing a little bit too much but when you watch the show it's like i can't even define what the show is it's not a it's a drama slash comedy slash rom-com like it's so many things which makes our show so unique it's and it doesn't stick to a certain um blueprint for what is a comedy and yeah I feel that's what makes it unique though that's why we right. keep watching episode after episode season after season because it's its own thing exactly it's its own thing it's something that tyler has never done before if you look at where where the his besides like something like young dylan we're his youngest cast. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're his youngest cast assembled. 
Um, it's something different. It's nothing like the Oval. Shout out to the Oval and haves and have-nots and, you know, if Loving You Is Wrong and all those great shows that he's done. But it's not it's not those. It's its own thing. And I think that's why it's going to stand the test of time, especially in that TPS realm. Exactly. It definitely will. It'll be one of those iconic shows that we talk about later on. I think even it's gone off the air like a Martin, like Girlfriends, like, yeah. you know, a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about Sisters. So we're going to talk about Calvin and yeah. that ball. And the ball. Look, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever keeps the viewers coming in, you know. Exactly. 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 And we love it, sir. But when we come back, we're going to dive into fatherhood because when we when when we follow you on social media we see that you just have a certain glow now that we've never seen before see there it is right there think that don't you go away back in a moment <laughs> next we talk fatherhood with anthony back in a moment hi this is grammy nominated lavelle Crawford. you know me but you are watching my man Michael Finkley on the Michael Finkley Show. Keep watching his brother going to play. Colors. What the? Mm. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Mm. This one. Oh. Yeah, right, Marine. So I guess we don't stand for colors, huh? I'm sorry, sorry. I, I was starving. What was you eating on anyway? Let me put you on. This that Lucy's hoopy pie. Okay. Okay, okay. Hey, but uh, before you go, Marine, what, what can I get me one of those? Oh, at all the Super Target locations, Sergeant. Okay. And where can you get your chart sheet at in the morning? On your desk. As long as we track. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. We're still chatting with Anthony here, and we must talk about fatherhood. You have this glow, sir, that everyone sees. How has fatherhood changed your life? You know, fatherhood has not only changed my life, but it's also saved my life. Um, you know, wow. the, those who don't know, my mother passed away. Um, on Father's Day last year. And then the year before, my father passed away right when we were about to go film, start filming season three. So, or no, season two. Yeah. And so, you know, I was in a, in a very like depressed, you know, state, um, almost to the point where I didn't, I honestly just being fully transparent, I didn't want to go on. Um, I just got married. We were closing on the house. Um, Dana was pregnant. Um, my mother, she she was so ecstatic about having a grandchild. It's her first grandchild. And she was like holding on. But, you know, God called her home. And I was really in a, in a dark spot. But seeing my son and recently, I mean, I've had to work through some things. But my son is what kept me you know, going, um, like my sister and my mother, uh, they remember we were younger, they got into an argument one time and my mother said, I know what life is like without you. You don't know what life is like without me. And that is so true. Like I'm learning 
how life is like without my mother. But I'm also learning how it, life is with my son. And so that's the, it's the, you know, sunrise, sunset type thing. Um, and seeing that little boy every day, just, you know, you, you, can't, you can't end it. You got to keep going. You got to do, um, he's looking at you. And he's seeing you. you. You've put yourself in a position that not a lot of people are in. You know, you 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 bought your first home with money that you get from doing your passion. You married someone who was down with you before you had a deal. When you were driving a, a 2007 Taurus that was barely making it. Um, you know, you have the number one show, you know, um, you have people and family and friends that love you and are proud of you. And even people that don't even know you are looking to you for your, my stories, like moving and inspiration and stuff. So, but when that little boy came in the world, it was just a total, total game changer for me. It was like, yo, it's not about you anymore. You know, you have somebody else who, who needs you. And I didn't grow up, I, I grew up with my father, but he, he wasn't an active father. So my mother said, when you have your child, you know what not to do and what to do. You knew what you lacked and you know what you'll instill in your child. So my little man is, is everything. It's, it's bigger than TV shows, um, accolades, uh, social media, people talking, it doesn't matter. As long as I can hear that little boy's giggle and smile, I'm good. I'm, I'm totally good. I love it. I love it, sir. I love it. Are more on the way? More kids on the way? You know what? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I'm still getting used to being a father. I mean, this, there's no instruction manual that comes with this. And so my, son is, yeah, my son may look like me, but he is a true mama's boy. And I was in my feelings when he first got here because he just never wanted to go to me. And I'm like, well, forget you too. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think we, if we do, we're going to try for a girl. Um, but I'm like, yo, if she gravitates to you too, and I got two kids, like, come on now. Like, I got to have, I got to have a, a daddy's girl or something. You got a mama's boy. And that's cool because I was a mama's boy, but yeah, it, it, it may be. We're, we're, we're keeping, you know, we don't rule out anything. Right. That's, that's how it goes. Boys cling to moms and girls cling to their dad because I'm a mama's boy too. I don't care. Mm. I'm at the age of 33. Yeah. I, 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 I say it loud and proud, you know. Oh, no, that never goes away. That, no, 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 no. That's, and you always going to be her baby. Like, you're going to be her, her boy. Like, that never goes away. But they tell me that once my son gets a little older, he's going to want to come with me more. Like when he starts walking and I, you know, my publicist tells me, cause she has a, I think a three-year-old, four, three or four-year-old. And she's like, every time, you know, her, uh, uh, every time her and her dude leaves the house, he grabs his coat too. Like, where are we going? Where are we going? I'm like, oh, I said, right now I can leave. I can go to the moon. And my son be like, as long as mama's here. And now we got a nanny. So he's gravitating to the nanny. I'm like, hold on, man. You about to, nah, you know? So yeah, it's just balancing that and my career. I'm learning how to multitask. 
you know, and that's why, you know, I, I got a nanny. It's just because my wife, she works for in corporate America, but she also works from home. So she can't, you know, attend to him during the day like that. So, yeah, but hopefully we, I, I, I always wanted a big family. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. And so in all of this and being a, a husband and being a father, what type of legacy are you trying to leave for your family? Um, more so, I mean, of course, you, you want your family to be well off and, you know, to have that stability so when they can take it and build upon it, and build upon that. But just to instill like you can do anything. Because my mother instilled that in me, just the idea of no matter how bizarre or crazy something may sound to someone else, you can do anything. I remember when I told my mom I wanted to be an actor, she embraced that so much because originally, like many inner city kids, I thought sports was going to be my out. I thought football was going to be the ticket to I must take care of everybody. And my mom went and saw me do my first play in college. And she was like, you're going to make more money acting than you are in football. And at the time, I was like, what? No, I love football. I love football. This is why mothers are correct most of the time. I've definitely made more money acting than playing football. Um, just that, you know, that instilling in my son or in my, you know, future children that march to the beat of your own drum. You know, don't don't listen to nine times out of 10. When people tell you it's impossible, they're just afraid they're putting their doubts on you because they're looking at putting themselves in your shoes. Oh, you want to be an actor? What? You want to do music? You want to dance? Do you know the probability? That's because you're putting limitations on yourself and trying to put those limitations on me to where as we need to ask ourselves the question, why not me? I don't come from a, a entertainment family. I don't come from an entertainment uh, city. You know, if you play basketball in Indiana, yeah, you got a nice chance of making it. But acting, I think it's only, it's Mike Epps, shout out, I call him the king of the city. Mike Epps, Vivica Fox, David Letterman, Babyface, um, Coach K from Quality Control. And I always put myself where people look at them like, wow, they, they're, they're the chosen ones. And where I looked at it, I'm like, why not me too? Why not me? I can, I can do something and put my city on the map and really, you know, uh, make my stamp. And just, I don't do a lot of talking. I don't do a lot of that. I lead by example. So once my children and my family can look and know that story of that $400 story, they're like, wow, I can do anything. I can do, as long as I put God and I, I'm a hard worker and I treat people right, the sky is the limit, you know? So that's what I really want to leave. Even with my wife, you know, she comes from a corporate background, but she also is an artist in a, in a, by herself. She, she was uh, into dance and she's ballet and she did Alvin Ailey and stuff like that. And, you know, so... She just fell into the corporate world, which is cool because I need somebody to manage my money sometime. <laughs> but, you know, to, to, for them to look at us and say, wow, those are my parents. They've 
they've accomplished a lot and the odds weren't always in their favor, but they managed to have faith and, you know, love and just um, a great work ethic and keeping God first. And, you know, we're here. So now it's my obligation. If I'm them, it's my obligation to add on to this and not diminish it. Sir. I love it. And you're doing a fine job with it, sir. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What an example. Definitely an example. So besides this awesome hit show that you're on, what are some things that you're working on at this moment? Oh, man. You know what? We shoot the show so fast and, you know, it's it's natural to just we shot. We finished just finished rap season five and we did it in nine days. Um, we we're supposed to do it. In, right. We we're supposed to finish in 10 days. But Tyler, he, I guess he wanted to get up out of there. So we were like, all right, let's get it done. So we wrapped in nine days. And most people would be like, oh, well, you have so much time to work on other things. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, you jump to the next project or audition for the next thing. Whereas for me, I'm still learning how to be a dad, you know, so I want to be more hands on. And once again, saying when my son got here, things change. I'm lucky to be in a position where I don't have to run and jump to the next thing right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leaves me free. Yes, it leaves me free to do a lot of other things. But the most important thing is being there for my son, um, watching him grow because he's not he just turned nine months yesterday. And I'm like, God, I just remember when you were born. Like this year, it's it's so fast. We're in our fifth season. Quick, we're about to wrap. You know, our fifth season of the show. And I remember when I booked the show. It doesn't seem like that long ago. It was what 2019, yeah. and here it is. And I'm like, geez, we this time is flying. And right. so I don't want to miss a moment of my of my child. You know, I don't I don't want to be on that set when he takes his first steps. I want to be there. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be gone or away when he first says dada or mama. You know what I'm saying? I need to be there. Um, So the next thing is whatever God has in store for me. Um, But he he's given me this this blessing of fatherhood. Um, He's given my wife this blessing of motherhood. So we can be there and we can be attentive and we can um watch our son grow and be active in his lives. Like my weekends are, <laughs> it's so crazy because I'm literally fully in dad mode. Cause I'm like, yo, what are we doing for family day? Usually family day, that's our day. Any other time it'd be like, yo, I'm gonna go read some scripts. I'm gonna go meet with my boys who do film and, and she's gonna do her thing. Now it's like, yo, I've become that, that nerdy dad. Like, yo, what are we doing? You know, my, my wife has her sorority, her Delta Versary this Saturday. We were just talking about oh, it. Yeah, so I, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> you're, you're an alpha? Yes, sir. Man, I wanted to pledge alpha in college, but I also played football, man. And you still can. My teammates who would play online, and we would play a, a game, and then they'd be so tired at the party, and they came. They standing in the corner and I'm like, I didn't know what they were doing, but ended up they were pledging like Kappa and all these fraternities. I'm like, yeah. And I was a theater major. I, I couldn't do it. But I was in high school and like we had a program called the Junior Alpha Men. So okay. it was some alphas that would come and mentor us and, you know, not teach y'all us y'all stuff. But, you know, we had step shows and uh-huh. stuff like uh-huh. that. And, 
you know, but um, yeah, she's going to that this weekend. And I'm like, hold on. What about family fun day? <laughs> she was like, we got to do that on Sunday. I'm like, start pouting and stuff. I'm like, that's our day. It's supposed to be our day. So yeah, yeah. I, I just want to watch my son grow and not really miss a moment um, because this industry can't. I've, I've seen so many stories. I mean, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. You know, he when he dedicated his whole life to the game of basketball, and it put them in such an amazing position. Mm-hmm. But he also remembers he missed a lot of his children growing up. You know, he wasn't there for certain things, and I'm like. All this stuff, I mean, I'm proud of the show. I love the show. I love my cast. I love this art form. I love creating. But it it pales in comparison to being a father. Because there's so many young, there's so many men out there who who aren't in their child's lives. And I'm like, dude, you're missing something beautiful. Like... I don't, I, I can't, everyone has their reasons, but I can't fathom not being there for my child. So yeah, that's what I'm really focused on right now. And like I said, when, you know, when I do get something else, it'll be because of God wanted me to do it. I'm going to still work hard, but I also have to prioritize too. So, yeah. And, and you have the time to do it. Right. You definitely have that time now to do it and spend that time with your family, with your son to see him grow up and be with him during these times of influence um, yeah. as well. With good influence from, of course, his dad, of course. Yeah. And Coca Melon, because that Coca Melon, that damn show. <laughs> I don't know what. My son could have the worst day, and all he hears that do 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 do, and all of a sudden it starts smiling. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna do a documentary on what is going on in Cocomelon that's making these kids like. There's something in it. I'm convinced there is something in that. I don't know what, but ah, God. So yes, I am an influence, and so is my wife. But also that that damn Cocomelon man. I tell you, my nephew stuck on Blippy. I don't even know what that is, but get ready. Oh no, I'm, I'm just waiting get for him ready. to get out of this stage. Get ready for Blippy. Get ready oh. for Blippy. I'm just saying, <laughs> another one. <laughs> they just keep oh, coming. Another one. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how can the thing fail follow you on social media, Anthony? Uh, you follow me at Anthony, the real Anthony Dalton on Instagram, um, on Twitter. Anthony underscore Dalton, the number one. And I think that's the same for Facebook as well. I'm not on TikTok. I'm, I'm grown. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not on, I'm not on TikTok. I can't, I can't do it. I think three social medias is my limit. I'm good. I got you. I'm good. so much out there, Anthony. I'm telling yeah. you. It's yeah. a lot, bro. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And those that don't watch the show, how can those that don't watch the show follow you and watch the show? Okay, you can watch it. You can stream it on, I think, BT. I mean, it's not Plus. BT On Demand. I think it did make it to BT Plus, too. Um, BT Plus and BT On Demand. If, I think it's on BT Her as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's – or just check your local cable provider. 
and see where you can watch it. We'll be back season, the wrapping up season four, even though we just shot season five. We're wrapping up season four, June 29th. That's when new episodes of Tyler Perry's Sisters will be premiering. I know people are there. When we when y'all coming back? Y'all already shot season five? Is four over with? I'm like, no, four is not over with yet. There's still some more episodes left for season four. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if season five comes right back because last year, Season three ended, and then we saw the commercial, the cast, we saw the commercial, we said, season four coming two weeks later. I was like, what? Everybody got on the group text like, yo, we coming back two weeks later? I'm like, okay. okay. Hey, it, look, that just means we'll have to end up going back to season shooting season six, and ain't nothing wrong with that. That's good news to you, I know. That's, that's, that's very good news. I'm praying that, you know, uh, we get – multiple seasons i'm praying that we get you know i know we're not gonna run like the simpsons and be on you ain't gonna see an 80 year old calvin on there it's like that's sabrina who i want you believe me like nah you're not gonna get that but i mean (laughs) right yeah we're not gonna get that but if we do if we do 10 i think that's a an amazing run for a show that people you know really are invested in and really, you know, care about these characters. Um, they have so much opinion. I, I tweet with fans every Wednesday night. And I'm like, yo, these, it, it trips me out sometimes because I'm like, y'all are really, you know, invested. I've had shows that I'm, I remember when we first got the show, I, um, you know, everybody was hype. They were hype. They were like, oh man, this is a hit. This is a hit. But I always, I've been on a show that got canceled. And I'm like, I've been on other stuff. And I'm just like, eh, it's good. Because how you see it and how the, it all matters what the audience says. Exactly. So you could do, there's so many great shows that have gotten canceled because of so many reasons. Um, the time slot they were in, uh, uh, the network they were on, just the demographic. And I'm like, I'm just like, yeah. In my mind, I'm like, all right, Anthony, just don't make any major purchases right now. Not the first season, but now we in season five. So we about to go to this Porsche dealership and check out some stuff. Uh, you know what I'm saying? God is good all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a true blessing, man. And I just want to thank the viewers uh, for tuning in, you know, religiously every Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, thank you for having me on here to speak about, you know, sisters and everything. It trips me out that people really want to get to know who I am. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. I was just doing an interview earlier today and I'm like, I don't really take myself too seriously. And even my wife, we look at when we were hiring our nanny, we had to, you know, have her sign the NDA and everything. She was like, yeah, because my husband's kind of a celebrity. And we both looked at each other like, ew, like it sounds gross for me to say that. It's like, I think he People is. look at each other like it's crazy because she knows me from and I, you know, I don't I don't see myself as this, but I'm also starting to walk into it because it's also a blessing that God put me in this position. And, you know, not everybody can do this and I'm appreciative. So it's about walking in that walking in, you know, the expectations of you will get a season six and seven and eight and nine. And you are on the big one of the biggest shows on cable. And you, you know, you work for one of the most uh, influential men 
in Hollywood. Yes, sir. So walk in that and just claim that everything's going to be all right. You know, definitely. definitely. Thank you, sir. For sharing your story and your experiences in your words. Y'all, he's Anthony Salton the second. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, 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 think fam. Don't you go away. Back in a moment. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is actor Darren DeWitt Henson, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. Stay tuned, because there's a whole lot more. On the next Michael Finkley Show, founder and CEO of Latinas on Wall Street, Sabrina Colon is here. Finkley Friday. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. I hope that you learned something from our guest today, or at least entertained as well by our guest today. Thank you so much, Anthony, for being with us and sharing your story in your words. You're family now, so you can't go away, I promise you. You can't, don't go away, you're family. Thank you for being with us, and you're always welcome back on the Michael Finkley Show. Thank you, sir, much success to you. If you're not already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Michael Finkley Show, for an inbox notification with you an email saying, hey, new content's uploaded. Please listen to us on Spotify and have a podcast. Podcast. And for more information about what we do here on the show, visit our website, michaelfinkleyshow.com. Of course, U42, visit us at u42.com. Our content there and some exclusive things coming your way. Thank you so much, y'all. Again, two years, two years. Thank you so much for this awesome, awesome, awesome endeavor that you have allowed us to come into your lives, come into your homes, come into your streaming, all the good stuff. Thank you so much. And y'all, continue to follow us. If you just hop on last week or hopped on two years ago continue to stay with us because there's much more Finkley to come have a good one <laughs>